You're listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author Sarah Box, where you get the inside scoop on the steps action takers and decision makers take to align their purpose to their principles and achieve their goals in business and life. We focus on the mantra, no labels, no limits, no excuses. And now, without further ado, please welcome your commanding coach with plenty of chutzpah and heart, Sarah Box. Hey there, I'm Sarah Box, your host of the No Labels, No Limits podcast, and I am so glad to be back here for another episode with you, or as I like to say, a solo cast where I'm going to share some thoughts with you as we close out this month. Last week, I said that I would address and talk further about the whole mind-body-spirit connection and our thinking as a team around some of those areas and why we focus on them when we're creating our newsletters and our blog posts and the things that we talk to our community about. So first of all, I focus on the mind-body-spirit connection daily because of very personal reasons. It grounds me. It reminds me of my potential because the mind can grab a thought and it can take off like a runaway train. So if it's a scary thought, a bad thought, a foreboding thought, like I'm worrying about something that happened in the past or I'm worried about something that might happen in the future and I let that thought start driving the engine of that train, it will continue to go and pick up speed and think that it is on the right and only true track. The only track it should be traveling. And as it goes, he'll pick up more information that says, see, this is the right train. And it just keeps fueling the train that keeps going faster and faster. But you know what happens when I let that go, continuing like that? It'll run past all the switching stations where I could get off and have a different experience. And it continues to pick up speed until eventually it crashes around a curve. Now, this isn't a real crash, but it just takes you into this space where all of a sudden you might have been starting your day feeling pretty creative and like, oh, on track. But you let this one mind thought or mind worm, sometimes people will talk about that, just get out and run you, right? It's like, okay, better start worrying about this, Sarah, got to do that. So I really do think for me, that's one of the most important things I do is to set my mind first thing in the morning. Now, I do that by um, reading something or listening to something or looking at something, sometimes all three, that remind me of how big the universe is, how beautiful it is, and also that in this moment, at that particular moment, obviously, I woke up and I'm reading something or looking, I'm fine, right? And then I set my intention for the day. Sometimes, and I will promise, I've had a day this past week where I remember saying at the end of the day, I told my husband, I said, I think I'm out of sync with the whole world, right? Everything was just a little bit off. Um, Not bad, just off. And my creativity felt a little off and and things kind kind of just caught my attention in the wrong way, not the way where I'm going, oh, isn't that interesting? It was more like, oh my goodness, what is up with that? but it pulled me off focus. And so when I went to bed that night, I I just, I said, before I went to sleep, I said, okay, that was an interesting day. Tomorrow, we're going to have an amazing day. But I really do every day get very specific about what I quote unquote, feed my mind. What am I paying attention to watching, listening? What are people around me saying? And if they're super negative, I excuse myself and head out. I also prune what I let in my mind. So sometimes 
I, you can have all this information and you're thinking that doesn't, that that's just overgrown now, right? It's too much. It doesn't add or lift me up anymore. It doesn't help those I work with. So you prune some of it out. It's enough. You've used it, um, but you want to shore up the tree that is you, right? Your soul. The other thing that over the past few years, I've started doing more and more often is I have listened and actually made myself listen to people of diverse viewpoints. So I have, if you ever looked at my phone and all my podcast subscriptions, there are many. I categorize them. They're in folders. I've got three folders. All folders are very full. But there are podcasts in there that I typically, if you said, what are you listening to? Typically, there, there are things in there I, I wouldn't normally listen to, but I listen to them because I find that these folks either have an interesting point of view, have a great way of explaining something, or how they explain it challenges me in my assumption. And I've learned, I've actually learned to appreciate some of the different viewpoints, and it has opened up my world in a way that when I sit down with people who may share those viewpoints, I understand where they're coming from. I even have shifted viewpoints because someone has made a compelling case for me about why I might want to consider a different way of thinking. But I give my mind room to change, right? Because then if I'm trying to keep everything to fit into my idea of how the world should work, first of all, it's never going to work the way Queen Sarah of the universe thinks it should work. And that's probably not the best way. The other thing that I do is if I find like I'm just not in that place where when I normally wake up, hit the, my feet hit the floor, I'm usually pretty pumped and happy for my day to start. But there are days where I, I'm just not there. I'm not depressed. I'm just not there. So I do things that will intentionally raise the vibration of my thoughts, my energy, and kind of up level my positive vibes or or at least starve the negative thoughts that I mentioned, you know, like get off the train and get on a different track if it's a track or basically put your shoes on and just go on a different walk. So when I do that, and I'll tell you, this is a fun, this is a total aside, but I was working with a group and this one gal was, she was going to be filmed, right? She's singing, uh, it really stressed her out and she is so smart and so clear in her thinking and communication. She's brilliant. But in her mind, she was just spinning a little bit, right? So we're in in the green room and she was, I just don't know if I can do this. And I'm thinking, well, you said you would and you know what you're going to say and the team's counting on you and I'm we don't want to miss what you have to say, right? But that's not going to help her train. So I said, so I, I took this exercise from somebody else. It's not my brilliance at all. But I said, what do you love? And she says, what? And I says, what makes you laugh? And she goes, I love cat videos. So by the end of this, I said, cat videos, what else do you like? So she starts naming all these random things, right? But everybody's starting to get into the game of what do you like, right? Well, when you start thinking about what do you like, what do you like, right? It's really hard to talk about what you don't like and hold on to that. So you're looking at my um, background, which is a picture, but in that picture are things that I like. So all I have to do if I'm kind of in a weird, funky space is go and I say, what do I like? Ooh, I like the linden trees. I like the pine trees. I like the grass. I like the rabbits that are causing the grass to go brown. Oh, and the quail that are over there right now. I love that. And the, and the little goldfinch are making the greatest noise. I mean, it doesn't really take long. It's like 15 seconds. You can do that exercise. 
you'd be surprised how quickly it'll up level you. And then you can come back in and do whatever you were going to do. The other thing about the mind body. So that's just all I'm going to say on the mind right now is to really think about what you're feeding it, like what you're putting into it, how you're pruning it, how you're shaping it, making it stronger, nourishing it, and how you're expanding it. And then when you're kind of on the edge or feeling kind of funky, acknowledge that. Don't tell yourself it's bad for feeling funky, but just play a little game to change your vibration up and make yourself laugh. Just basically, what do I love game? It's quick. You don't even need someone to do it with you. Then when I think about focusing on my body, I'm really a head kind of person. Like I process the world up. My default is to think about things. Ironically, when I get counseling or am being coached, the recommendations are that I do something that puts me into my body, right? So that has been a major motivation for me of spending time doing things where it makes me connect to my body and the benefit of, and sometimes that's massage, right? It can be a number of things. Like it could be physical activity, exercise, massage, movement of any kind. But what it does is it, allows you to be in your body, start to feel in your body, like where are you holding emotions? Where is your tension? So my tension right here, partly because of a computer, but even when I'm just relaxing and reading a book, if I've got a lot going on in my head, I'll end up like this. And I'm going, why are my shoulders up by my ears, right? I'm just, it's just where I hold tension. So then I do this. So one of the best things for me that I've started doing and have been doing regularly, well, I've done it for a couple of years, but I've been doing it really consistently this year, and that is doing yoga. And I'm a part of this membership group. Many of you may know this group. It's Yoga with Adrian. She has free um, videos on YouTube, and you can just search for her name. But she does them in ways that allow you, it's all online, allow you to adjust for your body. Right. So even these moves where you're going, really, are you kidding me? That is not even possible for me. She'll say, now, if this isn't available to you, you can adapt it like this. But here's what yoga has done for me. I am not like the perfect yoga person, but I am so much more accepting of what I'm capable of and not capable of in this moment. So, for instance, last week, one of the moves was basically to sit back in a squat, well, my knees have been bugging me and my ankles were bugging me for some reason. So I thought, okay, I'm not going to not try. I'm going to adapt it. I'm just going to modify it to where it's comfortable for me because I'm not going to injure myself. But then a week goes by. So last night before the day is over, I think, oh, I just need a little exercise. So I go up and do my short, it's like 25 minute. And, but part of them is this squat Um, and I'm halfway through it and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, seven days ago, this wasn't available to me. It's possible that in three days it won't be available again, but it was available, much more flexibility, no pain. But had I not done that, I wouldn't even be connected with my body. And it has allowed me to figure out, okay, if this is sore on me, what am I doing? How am I holding my body? And there's such a mental component, you know, and What she'll say is now say to yourself, I am strong as we're doing our third plank. And I'm going, are you kidding me? 
but it's fun. So if you've not checked it out and you want to do a, a home practice, I just couldn't recommend her more highly. And then if you go into our membership program, she has a, a really reasonable membership for the entire year and you get calendars and all of that. So she's not paying me to advertise this for her, but I just, I love her vibe. She has a dog, Benji. If you know her, you will know the dog, but that's one thing I do regularly that both helps improves my body, improves my posture and my strength, but also ironically my head. The other thing I do every day is I walk and that is a way for me to be out in nature spend time with my dogs. Um, I don't do it as power walking for me because that becomes a challenge, which I love challenges. So I'm trying to use my walking as part of my spiritual practice as well. And then I spend time listening or reflecting on things as well as, you know, talking to neighbors who most times people will say, okay, don't talk to me. I'm going on my walk. And I just thought, well, I'm going to change that up. I'm going to, I'm going to wave and say hi. So anyway, it's super simple what I do. And I also pay attention to what I'm feeding my body in terms of how much water and the nutrition, all of that. But so the mind, again, this comes back to what am I feeding my body? How am I expanding it? Like through exercise and movement. And then how am I able to recognize where it is and its current limits and be okay with that without having to force everything, but just say, hey, I'm stronger today than I was yesterday. I'm more flexible today than I was yesterday. And I'm much more invigorated today than I was yesterday. So at any rate, and the other thing I want to say about that is the more in touch I am with my body, this may resonate for some of you as well, is the more able I am to recognize emotions. So if something external happens, if I'm relaxed and actually in my body, I can feel if it's anger I'm feeling, frustration, fear, right? But when I'm not, if I'm only in my head, I'm just reacting and I'm not sure where things are coming from. So there's a value to spending time holistically just to be in my body, which also reminds me I'm due to get scheduled for some massage, I think. Then then spirit is the other place that I try to spend time every day and to understand my own journey in that even more and more. So everybody's going to have their own sense of how you define spirit or your relationship with the world around you. So I'm just going to speak um, globally from my perspective. But what spending time in a spiritual practice does to me, first of all, does for me is I don't have a particular quote unquote religion. I do believe though, that there is a divine source that connects us all a unifying field that all connects us um, to the larger context, the divine. Um, So every day, and you can see where this goes into like what's going in my mind and my body as well is I try to get quiet and still more than one time a day, Um, sometimes in little bite-sized chunks throughout the day, but just to pause to actually feel the energy around me and then get quiet and go within and to listen. And honestly, my mind is super busy. It, It just wants to chatter and talk to me all the time. So meditation's helpful for me. 
sometimes I do guided meditation where someone sets it up and then they time it so I can just be peaceful in it and not worry about that. Or there is a mantra. Sometimes it's just silence or even some background noise. But my goal in that is just to be. And as thoughts come in, to let them go. Um, if anybody's ever experienced this, it's like you're, say you've set the timer for 15 or 20 minutes of meditation. And all of a sudden you're thinking, I've been thinking about this same thing for like a good two or three minutes, but not even realizing it, right? So just like, okay, let that go. And then have things come back and in, but just try and get quiet. And the more that I do that, um, I'm finding over time that I can get answers quickly. So I was puzzling on something, kind of been bugging me a little bit. And I I released it. I just, a couple of days before, I thought, you need to let this go because you are not going to get an answer to it by chewing on that bone, trying to figure it out by just gnawing on the question in your head. Just ask the universe and then be quiet. So I did, and I didn't get an answer right away or the next day. But last night, I did. And I acted on it. And amazingly, this morning, I wasn't waking up thinking about it. And it was like two or three hours I was up and I went, oh, how nice is that? You know, it's like handled. Um, but the answer came. So for me, spirit means I'm allowing myself a space and a place to listen, to release, you know, the worries and cares, those kinds of things and trust, trust that there is a bigger purpose. I may or may not ever see it, but that there is a reason for things that are happening. We are connected. I do believe, and I have seen this time over time, that we are all pieces of this huge tapestry and we're connected. So, you know, ladies, you've ever had a really nice blouse that's got fine weaving in it and you snag it. It pulls the other threads with it. I recognize that. So spirit is a place for me to kind of release, let go of things that worry me because I don't want to snag other people's stuff, but I also want to just examine myself, honor myself, learn to have compassion for myself, accept myself and decide with intention how to live more fully into the love and the purpose we are all here to share and express to one another with kindness. So, um, boy, that's a shift from what I normally talk about because I'm really in the whole strategic piece. But honestly, this does totally underscore everything that I believe in. And um, if, if you ask or sat in on one of our team meetings, I will often just kind of like go on these little soapbox rants about, huh, well, you know, <laughs> I don't think we can say that because whatever. Um, but it, but honestly, because it allows me to feel connected to what's in my heart. The other thing, and um, this is part of actually listening to diverse people. I was listening to a podcast today and unrelated to any of this work, or I might have thought it was unrelated to this work. But the point they were making was that oftentimes when we have practices or habits, that it's good for us to change them up because our mind seeks new, um, it seeks different. So say for me that um, I want to, say I want to meditate, right? And I have set myself up like this is how I'm going to meditate and it needs to be like this. 
And so I do the same thing and the same thing and the same thing, or I listen to scripture or something else and it's the same thing or the same mechanism, right? I'm Maybe I'm reading it only. But the point they were making is when we shift up how we are doing something for ourselves, maybe how we're tending to our mind or our body or our spirit, it re-engages us in a different way, maybe in a different aspect. The example they gave was instead of talking, this one person said, you know, I really started singing. And that kind of reconnected to everything, same work, same focus, but they added back in that creative expression that they hadn't had for a while. They'd kind of let that go, thinking it was part of their past. But the point was to go back to some of your foundational work, right? That got you fired up in the first place, that got you excited. So I leave you with that all to say that if we focus on mind, body, spirit every day, a little bit at a time, inch by inch, foot by foot, you will turn around behind you and look behind you probably in the not too distant future, and be able to say, wow, that was then and this is now. How nice. And keep looking forward because each day is going to bring you something new. Anyway, as we go into our next month, we're going to be talking about transitions and how we deal with transitions. Um, we'll be doing this in our community. We'll be doing this in our blog posts, our, our social media posts, and some of our um, podcast guests are going to speak to that as well, again, through the lens, a holistic lens, because we want for all of you to feel, think, and be your best exactly as how you were designed, right? You don't have to change. You don't have to be perfect. But we want you to be your best because when you show up as your best, we all show up a little better and mirror one another. So with that, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I wish you all the best for the coming week. And with that, peace out. You've been listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author, change agent, and strategic vision coach, Sarah Box. You can grab the show notes and find out how to work with Sarah at sarahbox.com forward slash no labels, no limits podcast. We'd love this podcast to reach as many people as possible. So please remember to rate, leave a five-star review and share the podcast with someone you think would get value from this conversation. Until next time, keep taking those daily action steps to align your purpose to your principles and achieve your goals in business and life.